We are hanging out with the one, the only, the legendary, Zapiro. <laughs> How are you doing, sir? Great, great. Thanks for having me here. Do I call you uh, Uncle Jonathan or do I call you Zapiro? Ah, I think Zapiro's fine. Uh, just pull your mic down a bit sure. so that... Uh, exactly. How are you, sir? Oh, great. Thanks. I've been having a fantastic time going around Joburg. I mean, I, you know I'm from Cape Town and yeah. uh, Cape Town is a... Is n- there's, there are things about Joburg that are fantastic that we just don't have. And um, it's, it's, it's so the, the vibe here is phen- phenomenal. I've been you know, launching this book and yes. uh, doing events and speaking to people. And I've, I've been having a great time. Yeah. Be- before we get into the book, let's talk about you as a little boy. Uh, when did you realize that Jeepers, I can reproduce almost anything on paper? <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't really think about it repro- reproduce, but I, I used to just love doing wacky, funny drawings. But yes. From I, look, I was I, I think I became a real comics and cartoon fan from the age of about four. What, what were you reading? Giles. Oh, all right. Uh, and then uh, you know those you know the Giles books with the yes the, yes those beautiful covers with a lot of things happening. With big influence. I didn't really know what what they were all about, but I yeah. loved them. And then you know Harvey comics, things like Hot Stuff and Casper and all of that that sort of stuff. Yeah. When I, I think what really blew me away was finding discovering Tintin when I was about seven years old. And then I discovered Tintin when I was seven years old. Also, yes. also, and then Peanuts when I was about eight or nine. Yes. And then I wanted to be uh, the assistant to to Charles Schultz, who did uh, who did Peanuts, Peanuts or, yeah. or, or Hergé, who did Tintin. I thought for for a few years that was what I thought I would be. But when you're a kid and you know you start drawing, there's always almost your signature drawing because you're so good at it. What was that one for you? Uh, I did. I, I started getting into Snoopy, and yes. I did all the different versions of Snoopy dancing, and and then my cousins would commission me to do posters for them and things. I was, you know, like pay me four rand or something for a for a big. That was, a lot, of, that was a lot of money. Yeah, which, which which would take me like a week or something. You know. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, school. Tell us about school life. Uh, yeah, I mean that's. Just, I suppose the, perhaps the thing that might be of interest is. I, I mean that was also where the cartoon started yes. in the margins of the books. Uh, I, I also remember the very first um, art competition I entered. That we all entered, the whole class entered, and and they they said what we, what do you want to be. So I, I was. I did a fireman and a clown, so at least I got half right. <laughs> but uh, and <laughs> I used to do. I think you, know, you start fires. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe both right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, so I used to my first uh, sort of my first sort of regular little little comic character was yes. in, in a school magazine. I think when I, I was 11 years old, and I, I started doing this little character with. With, a, with hair that came over his eyes, you never yeah. could see his eyes, and he yeah. used to comment on what, what was going on in the school. Were you ever told, stop wasting time drawing little things in class, man? You know, no, because I was actually a good kid, in fact, too good. Oh, you know, I was okay. like a goody goody. So you still did the work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 only if, if, a, if a teacher saw a nasty cartoon of mine, uh, that, that happened on occasion. Yes. There was one guy I used to draw as a sort of Neanderthal, and he did not dig that. <laughs> So you 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 were you were stirring ish up already as a kid. Oh uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> All right, so you got a bit of practice. It's 14 minutes after seven. We're hanging out with Zapiro. If you have any questions or comments for Zapiro, call zero eight nine double one double oh five oh five. It's got a brand new book out. I couldn't keep up anymore. I think I have about five. We're hanging out with Jonathan Shapiro, also known as Zapiro. Tell us about the name Zapiro. Uh, when I was at school, there yes. was a, a guy a few years older. He was, he was a prefect and well-respected and a sportsman and all, you know, one of those school heroes. And his name was 
Shapiro as well, but spelt the Hungarian way, like S Z A P R. Oh yes. You see, so the guys thought I was his brother, and they started calling me Zap. And I thought that's a nice name to put on my drawings. So I, I signed my drawings Zap from the age of like, what is that, twelve or thirteen? Yes. All the way through till I was an adult, and and I had actually met my future wife. Yeah. And uh, one day she looked over my shoulder at some very hectic drawing I was doing. And, for for the United Democratic Front and yeah. blood and things everywhere and she said you know Zap is a bit of a sort of a California surfboard logo yes 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 and I said yeah you're right and I, so I pulled the rest of my name in and spent the afternoon figuring out the signature and it's and it stuck since then did you ever think you'd make this your career no I mean I, I, you know as I said when when I was sort of uh, 10, 11, 12, I thought of myself as going and becoming an assistant to one of these great You're going to work at Marvel Comics or something. Uh, it not, not, for me, it wasn't Marvel. For yes. me, it was, it was like Tintin, the Tintin yes, Studios yes, yes, or, yes. or Peanuts or something. And then and and then I thought maybe I'll I'll, I'll have a career in, in but then I lost confidence in that and when I, I went to study architecture yeah and when I pulled out of architecture and became a sort of an activist cartoonist mm. I then I spent ten years feeling like it's not a career it's just that I love doing yeah. cartoons for causes mm. and I never at, at that point I never quite envisaged what would happen after ninety four in fact when you started your you know, activism as a cartoonist. Um, when was the first time you almost got in trouble for what you were doing? Um, the, like, the, who, who did you piss off? Well, the very, very first pamphlet, yes, cartoon that I did for UDF yeah. was was banned, uh, banned by the government. Yeah. So I thought, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty quick. And it was the, the, the it was about Alan Hendricks uh, and uh, the, you know, these. It was a criticism of. The sort of puppet politicians yes. that were that were being used by the national party, and uh, they obviously didn't didn't like that, and it, it was banned within within a couple of weeks. Did, uh, did you find you were all of a sudden like public enemy? Uh, not not yet, no. Or, mean, or was Madiba still ahead of you? A long long way. Yes. Yeah. No. It, it was it, it really the by the first time the security police really took notice. Uh, look, I was arrested in. For yes. general sort of activism, yeah. and um, I appeared in court many times, and all of that sort of stuff. But that happened to sort of pretty much every activist. Did but it scare you though? That well, that, that, that the was, government were giving you so much attention. No, that, that, I mean I wasn't getting any specific attention at from you know the time 83, 84, 85, that sort of. But in, kind of end of 85, 86, when I when my stuff started to get known. Oh yes, yes, that's when the security police started looking for me, and uh, they came round looking for me and looking for stuff that I'd done and in, in early 87 yeah. I had to go into hiding uh, then then it was a different were story were you in hiding to avoid arrest or did you fear for your life I didn't fear for my life I, yeah. I, I, to, I was I was uh, trying to avoid detention without yes. trial yes because um, I knew that they had my number at that point mm. and mm. many friends so of where did you hide where do you even hide uh, well, I actually hid in a friend's house in in the, in the suburbs. A <laughs> <laughs> friend's parents in the suburbs for a while. Yeah. How and old were you at that stage? I was already 25, 20, yeah. 20, 26. Or 25 something. on the run 20, from no, 20, the Nats. 27. 20, yeah. 27. Um, yeah. And then um, they did actually, then they actually got, they got me when I was least expecting it. When uh, a year and a half later, when I was actually due to leave 
for a scholarship to study in the US. Yeah. Um, and I was I'd sort of toned down some of the stuff I'd been doing just because. Oh, so you hid, but you kept churning out. Oh yeah, I I, I kept uh, churning out my stuff and then yes. for the for about I actually dyed my hair. Well, my wife dyed my hair. Yeah. She was my girlfriend then. And and we, she always says she knew it would go it would go kind of orange the first time because yeah. you dye <laughs> you dye dark hair orange and, uh, it, it, you try to do it blonde it goes orange yes anyway so my my friend described me as a low flying Nazi and, uh, and then we had to dye it again and it went blonde and I grew a little beard which we dyed wow. I I walked past people in my extended family yes. I walked past them in the street they didn't know who I was so where were you arrested as you were trying to leave. On the scholarship, I, w- I, w- I was detained at at my house. As they, the, when you're detained, they usually pick you up at your house at like three thirty in the morning, yes. which is what happened to me. Yeah, uh, they, it took them a while because the Alsatian that belonged to 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 somebody who was staying in the house like barked at the at the cops for a long time, and they they didn't shoot the dog, but yes. they it took them a while to get in. Were you beaten up? Were no, you were you manhandled? No, no you know, I, I do feel that as a as a sort of there's there was a there was an aspect of privilege in being in being white yes. as an activist and uh, i would say at the same level of activism if i'd been black i'm sure i would have been slipped on I the bar of soap i mean maybe not i'm not saying necessarily killed yes. at my level of activism but but i could have been you know badly beaten up or tortured or something yes. it could have happened mm. uh, and there was a difference obviously being yes. being being a, a white activist um, and they didn't they didn't think I was working with Nkonto or something which I wasn't I yeah. was kind of above ground you were just expressing what you're feeling yeah absolutely but they did ask me well, the very first question they asked me in interrogation was why do you draw us as pigs and yeah. I said I draw what I see <laughs> <laughs> which obviously didn't go down that well we wouldn't expect it to <laughs> we're hanging out with Zapiro if you'd like to chat to Zap get in touch <laughs> Zero eight nine double one double oh five oh five. Okay, we lost Prigassin, I think, uh, but we had him on hold. Now you've been an activist, like you say, like you call it, uh, pre ninety four, and you've carried on with your work. Do you feel like you're almost expected to stop being as honest post ninety four? I don't know about stop being as honest, but what I did feel was that uh, when when that. I suppose a little bit in the transition period and certainly at the beginning of 94, 95, 96, it was incredibly difficult to know how to pitch things, where to pitch things. I I mean, I wanted, I was absolutely hugely in support of the change of Madiba's presidency, of what was going, but, you know, I was immediately aware that there were people who were kind of going off the boil or or were actually going becoming corrupt uh, within his government yes and he was also too loyal to uh to to some sort of old cadres who who he should have realized were actually n- not performing or mm, were mm. or were becoming corrupt yeah so you know i started being critical right at that at that point and it was quite difficult to know exactly how to do that and uh, so how did you draw that line between i need to say this yeah, well, but we're building. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I sort of, I, 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 the way I, you used the word honest. I, I found I had to just do what I felt. Yes. And, um, you know, by by '95, I already had done the first sort of explicitly critical cartoon of Madiba himself. Yeah. Um, and and it was you know one with a sort of a using the saintly image in an ironic way, yeah. where Saint Rolly Chlachla the righteous, where there's this giant 
halo that's sort of slipped off and they're trying to use a crane to bring it back up yeah. and the reason I did that was because he he gave a, a, a very a high, he awarded Alan Bussack with a very high appointment in yes. Geneva yes uh, and and Bussack was clearly already he had, was on the tape. Yes. yeah he he'd actually um, used he'd actually used money for himself that was meant to go to, mm, to, mm. to I remember that children. period yes of course so you know that was that was difficult and I you know obviously there were other people who I went for much harder yeah but it, you know gradually I found my way through that through that time it was actually a very exciting time to be a cartoonist yeah. Pragas and hi Hi, how are you guys doing? Uh, we're good. Uh, what's your question or comment, sir? I just understand, Zabir, I love your cartoons. I, I, I study them, I look at every detail, because I know every detail has, has something, has every meaning there on your on your cartoon. I just wanted to find out, do you have a a black book of, of, of pictures that you drew that you felt, I'm overstepping the boundaries now? <laughs> um I do, they're not yes and no they uh, yes in that there are some of the there's some cartoon ideas in but they're just they're in my ideas book I've had uh, probably about 65 or 70 um, uh, I sketchbooks ideas books they're just they're just a four pages bound together but I've, I've had the, about 65 or 70 of them since 1994 mm. and in those pages there are some pretty hectic ideas some of w- which would we ever see them uh, maybe, maybe one day I'll publish some of them in, in, and with some commentary and all of that. You yes. know, talk about the issues and why I didn't publish them or what. But it's not about being scared. It's about whether these cartoons would have worked or not worked. There were one or two, I must say, where editors said, "No, you can't publish that." And I said, "Are you censoring me?" And they said, "Call it what you like." Yes. So there, there have been one or two of those. So some have been pulled by the editors themselves. Uh, just a few. Okay. Just a few. I've had great editors. All right, Taryn, hi. Hi. Yes. Jonathan. Hi. Jonathan. Yes. Jonathan, I wanted to say thank you so much for making it so much easier to read a newspaper. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> he, he does. Hey? Just one panel and you get it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's overload is so much overload nowadays that I'm so grateful to be able to open up uh, one book and read it and realize I actually know quite a lot about politics and, you know, Jonathan's <laughs> cartoons do that for me. Um, I'm sincere. I'm really sincere. And that's my question to Catherine when she put me on the line was, um, she, my question, she asked me what I wanted to to do. And I said, I wanted to ask Jonathan to please do a cartoon series of my life because <laughs> I think, um, you know, politics has affected people on a very personal level yes. and to be able to laugh at it. Um, you know, is is an amazing, an amazing um, characteristic rather than get serious. Um, because do, do, do quite you honestly, do, you know, sorry. Do, do you do commission work? Like, would you go to Taryn, sit down with her, and do a story book about her life? Uh, Taryn, I hope you're not going to hate me after this, but I just, I just don't do. That. <laughs> you don't have to worry. Because you know what? I, that was just that was my opening yeah. line. That was my opening line because I didn't yeah. know what how to. I had to speak to you because I want to say thank yeah. you. No, because I you appreciate. Really, I was born in Johannesburg in '63. I know. You know, I went to Sandringham High School. I now live in Cape Town because my husband was murdered in 1999 oh. in Johannesburg. In you know circumstances. So, and it's too serious for words. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but at the same time, it's so so general, and there's so many people affected. That politics is one way of of making it real. And your cartoons 
actually have allowed everybody to understand, you know, a lot of this, the situations that were really just human beings living their lives and at the same time, you know, being affected by by the National Party sure. at the time who were also yeah. human beings. Yeah, I, I really appreciate what you're saying. I, I think, you know what I think you should do, Taryn, is try and write and even maybe draw, but try and write your experiences because you've yeah. obviously got some stories to tell. Last call is from Nelson. Hi, sir. Hi, Fresh. How are you, man? I'm good. What's your question or comment? Good. No, no. I actually want to thank Zapiro, man, you know. You know, I, I grew up in the township. I used to think he's black, man. Looking at his tattoo, <laughs> you know, like, I could be late, you know. <laughs> I don't think that happens black. anymore. And the name Zapiro, I'm like, oh, that's black. Yeah. In fact, he should have been Umzapiro. Yeah. Umzapiro. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to check out some of your emails right now. Tenji says, I want to know what is the most daring piece you've done and how many times have you been taken to court? How many times have you won and or lost? <laughs> uh, well, definitely the most uh, challenging, I mean, the most uh, dangerous and difficult and impactful thing I've ever done was uh, the Lady Justice cartoon with... Oh, uh, yes, being held down. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's. Did it, you think... The outcry would be as big as it was. No, or I do didn't. you think it was misinterpreted? No, I don't. I look, I did. Uh, well, I or, did. Or I, taken too literally. I did. Yes, it was taken too literally by some people. Yes. By other people, I think they knew exactly what what it was meant to say. Yes. Uh, it was definitely a metaphorical thing. Um, I did know there'd be an outcry. I didn't know there'd be quite such an impact. Mm. Um, I think some people who knew exactly what the metaphorical thing was all about, the idea of yes. justice. Being being bullied and threatened and 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 potentially raped yeah. um, was was something that 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 they didn't want to see and they wanted to try and pin it as a as a as a, a literal thing uh, in order to kind of make politics out of it. Uh, mm -hmm. that will, well, it was already political, but in order to try and smear me yes. as a, as a racist, that that happened. Mm. Um, it's also been put on a on a on a. There's an international sort of survey by uh, of cartoons where it was included as one of 15 cartoons. That changed the world, wow. which is which was amazing. I was there with a lot of my my heroes and yes. some people over the last like 200 years. Uh, cartoon cartoons that have really had a massive impact. I mean, this couldn't be seen to change the world as such, but it certainly had a big impact in South Africa. Yes, and probably the biggest impact in the visual arts until. Um, I mean, of that sort of thing until the spear of yeah. Brett, Brett Murray's painting, which was massive yeah. and and very fascinating to see what happened there. And uh, your loss-win rates when it comes to lawsuits? Oh, yeah, the loss-win. Well, uh, Jacob Zuma sued me twice, both when he was not president yet. Uh, but he continued the lawsuits through his time as, as, as president, yes. which I thought was a little odd. Uh, the, the one went for six years. and So you get a piece of paper that says you are being sued. What goes through your mind? Oh, well, actually, the, the very first time that happened, when the sheriff came to my door, Yes. Uh, I mean, I already knew that he was suing me, but when the sheriff comes to your door and, you know, there's this thing saying, you know, Jacob Zuma is suing me at that stage for 15 million rand, it was like, I mean, the floor kind of fell out and I <laughs> stomach dropped for, but it was about five minutes after that. I then, but I think the third time the sheriff came to my door, I said, you, oh you, my God, that did you suing me tea? again. Did you offer him tea? He's like, oh, you're back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so, so Jacob Zuma sued me twice before he became president. The one lawsuit went for, for uh, 
six years. Yes. And he dropped the dropped the charges eventually, the fifteen million rand one. And then the other lawsuit, which was the Lady Justice, began at seven million and then dropped to five million. So you got a discount. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then it went for and uh, for four years. But that was a big one. Yes. At the moment there's a criminal injuria case out uh, from Vivian Reddy, one of Zuma's friends. Yes. For uh, Carmen, are you related? He's not my uncle. No. Oh, oh, good, good. <laughs> yeah, he, he's. It was a, it was a, a cricket cartoon that yes. I did with with the. I used Ganesh, the the. Uh, yes, I remember. Yes, the the, 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 the Hindu the god. Yes, the god of the, the, the elephant with many arms. Yes. and and uh, some Hindu people, not all, uh, got upset about that, and and apparently in in India and um, and the US as well, mm. uh, to spread quite widely. Yeah, and anyway, so I've got this this. But, but the funny thing about the Ganesh thing is, apparently for a criminal injuria case, you can't bring it on behalf of anyone else. Oh, so, yes. You can't judge Bezos it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So unless an elephant with many arms comes in and complains, I, I don't take it seriously. <laughs> what happens when it does? <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> uh, Roland says, have you ever received death threats and how do you deal with that? I have. I have. And I don't want to make too light of that. It's, it's, it's a, a fact of life if you are... In the public eye and prepare to make statements. I, I mean, I have had death threats on more than one occasion. And do you find sometimes you have to up security, or, uh, do, you, or do you kind of just live your life anyway? The police have been the the, the big help. I mean, we've yeah, security sure up to a point, but but we've we've gone to the police and the police have been fantastic and they've assigned me. Has anyone detective. ever been arrested for threatening you with death? The 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 person who was the biggest maker of those threats the one, in one case they never found they found the the, the cell mast area from which the calls were made but yeah. they eventually subsided and the others I think they went and they kind of spoke to them and they were a the, the couple of times and they people got a hell of a fright that they yes, actually yes, got followed yes. up um, and uh, yeah no so it's been then there's also the bluster ones you know when somebody on a public platform says I, 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 it's happened before that I should be shot and killed and yes. that sort of stuff yeah um, does your family worry about you no, of course. I mean, I, I, the thing is, I worry do about they ever them. Say, do they ever say stop? It, it's, it's happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, Why don't you stop? You know, I think if we if we get intimidated by that sort of thing, there's a there's a terrible balance with family, and that's what people who make threats know. Yes. The old security police used to do it with 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 us and with many people much worse. Yeah. Um, and you find people who make threats, they know how to get to you mm -hmm. by your family. That, that's across the board, across the world. Yes. And if people get intimidated and stop doing what they do because of those things, well, then they've won, those people who are making mm. the threats. So you have to try and keep on doing, doing in, what in you do. In fact, many a time I've said, for instance, that I feel some of your drawings have gone too far. But I, but I always say I defend your right to express yourself. Yeah, I will. And, and, and the thing is, nobody's going to agree with everything that yes. you do. And if you feel that, you know, that, that's, that's fine. That's because you're a thinking person. You have a, an idea and you say, well, I mean, I just don't agree with that one. Yes. And that, that's cool. Uh, if, if I kept doing that all the time and most of my drawings were drawings of the people that, you know, the things that people Th that said, liked you. They, they're bad. Yes. Um, then, you know, you, you'd start to feel, well, it's not working. Mm. For me, the bottom line is, does it work? Does it say something strong? Yes. Is it funny? Is it interesting? Does it shock you? Does it work? All those, all those things. As are, long as the emotion is involved, yeah, yeah, your, yeah. Your, your job is done. Yeah. Finally, new book. Where do we get it? Is it out? Uh, hopefully, you can get it anywhere at all the bookshops. It's called Democrazy, South Africa's 20-year trip. It's different from my albums. It's, it's a, quite sizable. It's yeah, of course they're, they're about 
about 450 odd drawings which is about a tenth of my yes. 4,500 output over wow. 20 years right. and a lot of color a lot of great text by Mike Wills so it's very different from my annuals it's a it's a real compendium for the last 20 years Demo Crazy SA's 20 year trip Zapiro text by Mike Wills it is out in stores go get yourself a copy so we could uh, talk the whole day yeah but uh, unfortunately we can't well, but thank you so much for, for hanging out with us lovely where can uh, your fans find you online uh, well, just go to Zapiro.com and yeah. the, the, the links to other things and are, are, are there. Great yeah. stuff. Okay. Sir, thank you very much. Thank it's you. It's been an honor hanging out with you. Great. Like I said, I don't always agree with you, but I defend your right to express yourself because, you know, I think uh, the likes of Madiba fought for that. Exactly. That, and, we, and might not, we, that we, might, we might not agree all the yeah. time, but let's respect the fact that we're all of opinions. Yeah, and Madiba loved the cartoons and he loved that kind of criticism. But did he ever pull you aside and tune you? He, he actually once called me yes. I mean I have told the story so many times I think some of the people who are listening will probably be bored of it but yes. he actually once called me out of the blue And but the, the end of that story was amazing because I said I said to him I'm amazed that you actually called me just, just to kind of he wanted to say something but then I said you would have seen the cartoons getting more and more critical of, of the ANC and yes. the government and he said oh but that is your job yes and that for me was the greatest thing to happen as a cartoonist. And on that note, um, Zapiro is about to leave the building.